0: a follower of Jesus is the most important thing in my life. The most healing, healthy thing for the human brain is a belief in God and prayer. I think I shared with you earlier that I got a call from an old family friend a few months ago who um, was high, I think, on something and wanted to hurt me. And, and told me in the course of about a little over an hour phone call that he was talking almost the whole time that I was not wanted by my parents, that my dad was disappointed in me And that this person who I grew up in church with never bought all that religion stuff, does not believe in God, and even if he had proof there was a God, he would choose hell rather than accept that God and the religion that in his mind went with it, which was the uh, law. You get what you get what you do. Do good, get good. Do bad, get bad and the percentage and everything. That's what he grew up in. Okay. Well, it bothered me for a while and then and then I was fine, but it occurred to me that I believe from from the Bible and the Jerusalem church that we what we know about it that That's much more what God meant church to be. A place where you are wanted. Wanted. Not just it's okay for you to come in, but wanted just the way you are, okay? Warts and all, sins and all, no matter how old you are, what you look like, color of your skin, you're wanted here where people are never disappointed in you because they live and and believe and understand that they've got junk just like you do everybody's got their junk so they're never disappointed in you okay and then the last one you know what he said about he would choose to go to hell rather than religion or church or all of that. I can totally understand that because I knew the system he grew up in. And it was absolutely not only it was uh, law, you know, you whisper during church and you get in trouble. You have to wear these clothes that are uncomfortable. Now it's not so much that way today. That's changed a lot. You basically are a spectator where you sit and listen to some guy speaking who very often is not a good speaker, not that interesting. You don't care what they're saying, whatever. It's a, it's a two-hour-long, have-to-do-boring stuff that you don't really care about. You know, I think God's intention was that church would be something we would look forward to. It was one of the highlights of our week. It, it, it was maybe fun in some ways, you know, Uh, talking with other people, laughing, crying, whatever, all right? Um, It was interesting. We always shared what's happened with us this week and and what we're struggling with, what's going good. Uh, Some maybe insight or thought about living life or the Bible or Jesus or something, okay? It's supposed to be something enjoyable, in other words, Well, we have made it like, you know, watching wallpaper peel. I mean, now that's changed some. And in fact, most of the churches that are growing are ones that have made it much more, rather than um, watching the wallpaper peel, they've made it more like television shows. You know? With productions and... uh, Professional or semi-professional singing and instruments and music, almost like going to a concert. You know things like that. And I'm not again. I'm not saying those things are wrong in and of themselves. We're never told don't do that. Okay. So I I don't think that's wrong. But I think even if it's a great show, it still gets sort of boring every single week especially when i'm not growing a lot closer to other people sharing things about me hearing other people trust me uh, about with things in their life you know stuff like that um i think i think the way the jerusalem church w- did it which is they were primarily getting together for a meal <sighs> and to remember Jesus and what he did at that meal. And then if there was like, you know, one of the apostles or or somebody like that passing through town, they would gather together, usually in a public place or something, to hear what that person had to say, which might be an insight from scripture like a sermon, but could also be like an update on what's going on in other places, with other churches, and people to pray for, and maybe people with special needs, and and things like that and I think, I believe the Jerusalem church was very enjoyable every time they got together. Well, it is enjoyable when you're sharing about yourself, when other people are sharing about themselves, when you feel like uh, you have a new person this week that's got your back. And cares about you. You're hearing uh, uh, very important, deep stuff about other people and their lives, and 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 you're seeing wonderful things happen as a result of your prayers about these things going. I, I mean, that's enjoyable. Okay. I believe that's more what God had in mind. You may also be surprised, I was when I first found this out, Jesus and the apostles very rarely talked about church. Jesus did not so-called preach church. Jesus preached the kingdom. The apostles and the disciples primarily preached the kingdom. And of course it says the kingdom Is within you. I heard a sermon um, one time by another one of my favorite preachers and he was saying that um, in the United States alone we have X number of billions of dollars in church buildings alone. Just the value of the church buildings in the United States of America hundreds of billions of dollars Now, and that was probably 25 years ago when I heard him say that so it may be in the trillions now I don't know and then if you think about worldwide it's just astronomical but he said we have X billions of dollars to build buildings in order to worship a God who says I dwell not in temples made with hands. And we do that while knowing there are people hungry living on the streets, people sick without medical care, um, old people who are so lonely they're just going crazy. Some of them want to die because they're just so lonely. No family, no... And yeah, we have programs to go touch those things. Okay, But it seems to me, based on um, the admission requirements to heaven and the pure and faultless religion, that that's not supposed to be something we just touched. That's supposed to be the main thing we're about, and loving each other and building each other up as well in a way that is relevant and dynamic and changes every week and is full of freedom instead of have-tos and where I'm not just a spectator and we are making a difference in other people's lives too outside this group together is making a difference outside of this group. I I believe that's what church was to be and we have uh, drifted off the path in ways that maybe are not wrong or sinful in and of themselves, but they're also not very effective, at least in this day and time as millions and millions leave the church feeling like it's not um, really relevant to them. Which leaves the other churches fighting over people in order to keep their budgets up and their payments up and the preacher getting his salary and maybe a house, whatever, all right? So, um, that's sort of where I'm coming from as far as uh, church and grace and justice versus law, etc. And also, there's the wonderful passage, there's now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. What does that mean? It it means that I don't get, if I do bad, I don't get bad if I'm in right relationship with Jesus, okay? I still get good long-term. It's arranged. God makes it so, okay? Okay.